0: Welcome to The Morning Show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. Ash Wednesday today. Ash Wednesday today, yes. Start of of Lent. Uh, Winter weather is back with us, 24 degrees right now, and a wind chill of 18 degrees. We'll have uh, cloudy skies with a chance of showers in the afternoon, and a high near 43. It could get to 60 on Sunday. Oh, that would be lovely, wouldn't it? It would. Did you watch the uh, State of the Union? I did, did you? I did.
1: Yeah. yeah, I did. I did. Uh-huh. My favorite part, before we get into the uh, nuts and bolts of it, was um, the different styles of clapping <laughs> from uh, Nancy Pelosi. Mm-hmm. The clapping styles she had, very different each time she clapped. So you just clap like this, okay? That's how you clap. Yeah. Um, I also enjoyed the camera cutaways to uh, see who was going to stand up and who wasn't when... Uh, you know, it was interesting. I thought some of it was relevant to us. A lot of it was not relevant to uh, us here in Michigan, Uh, you know, pandemic related. Um, You know, talked about reopening. Well, we've been reopened here for quite a long time. Um, Strong words for uh, the war on Russia. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I thought that that was good. Um, You know, we already have 800 1,000 refugees seven days into this war. That's amazing. So uh, as far as solving the humanitarian crisis uh, The United States is pretty good at that.
0: Someone suggested that uh, all of the uh, oligarchs Russian oligarchs um, Property in New York City. They own a lot of high-rent Buildings that we seize it and then house the refugees in those buildings seems like an okay idea to me I was surprised uh, the President didn't spend more time on Ukraine. He started the speech yeah. talking about Ukraine.
1: yeah, I thought it was nice having uh, the first lady sit with the uh, Ukrainian ambassador. That was definitely a, a nice mm-hmm. gesture. But again, the state of the Union, you know, people forget it's uh, it's that it's the president's time to... Uh, say what him and his party have done, and talk about what him and his party want to do. Now, most of that stuff will never happen, right? Most of the stuff he talked about <laughs> will never, ever, ever happen. Um, but again, it's uh, it's the president's floor.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually was heckled. Yeah, uh, who was that, that woman? Was, it was uh, a woman. Representative Boebert from uh, Colorado. Yeah. Uh, heckled the president when he was talking about his late son. Yeah, uh, I did notice that. She, like, she was she ready. got booed for that. Yeah,
1: she did. Uh, there were a few little outbursts, but uh, but nothing crazy. I would hate to be um, sitting behind the president during that whole time. Could you imagine that?
0: I noticed Nancy Pelosi. She was reading something. She was she, reading she, the speech.
1: was following and, along. You know, she would clap and you know lick her lips and do her thing, and then kind of look down to see where the. Uh, where the speech was going, so. Because uh, she kind of stood up a little early a few times. Yeah,
0: and so did Chuck Schumer. He stood up uh, to lead a uh, standing ovation. <laughs> and they cut to him and he's looking around, so, yeah. Uh, just, uh, I'll sit down. But he stood back up, they did have another one. But it was um, it was nice to see the bipartisanship. Uh, there were a number of instances during the speech when both Republicans and Democrats rose in uh, standing ovation. It was nice to see some uh, I guess, uh, common ground uh, in Washington, but the uh, Republican response uh, following the speech, uh, that governor uh, was um, delivering a blistering attack on the speech, but as expected, that's typical what the uh, uh, the, uh, opposite party response is after a State of the Union address. But he had a lot to get in. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he, I think he spoke fast because he had a. He did. Time. Yeah,
1: he I think he did a better Well, yeah, he did a better job than I, than I thought he was gonna mm-hmm. do. It's a long time for uh, President Biden to speak at one time as he has shown in the past. He has struggled with that mm-hmm. um, But yeah, I thought it was uh, I thought it was thought it was pretty good. It was decent.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, he did mention uh, Michigan couple of times GM and Ford uh, got mentioned. Yeah,
1: but he didn't have their CEOs in the chamber like he did the gentleman from Intel. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was a cool seat for that guy from Intel. Could you imagine that? Did, you know, yeah. I guess if you're going to invest uh, $100 billion, you get a seat at that table.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but, you know, it has to be in Columbus, Ohio of all places.
1: Well, that's where they have uh, the most vacant flat land in the world. Yeah. So it'll it'll be fine so uh i flipped a little bit uh out of that and over to michigan michigan state last night did you catch any of that
0: i did i watched that too did you yeah
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah oh i didn't pick that picture sorry brandon <laughs> I- for the picture. Yeah, yeah that's fine and tom was hot early <laughs> tom was hot early brandon
0: no
1: yeah no, you no, wouldn't no, have believed it you wouldn't no, have believed that he no. was mad early
0: he was mad, mad- no he's mad at his own players yeah. he's, i think he actually Uh, He stopped watching the game. He did. (laughs) Um, You know what I thought was neat? Um, They had a cardboard cutout of Al Glick Mm -hmm. um, on the bench next to Randy Glick. Did you notice that? Yeah, it was very cool. Awesome. That was
1: neat. So uh, yeah, nice win for Michigan. They needed it and uh, as Brandon predicted Michigan State would fall short uh, The guy knows his team. What can I say?
0: You could have got tickets to that game very easily Did you notice the upper ball was practically empty?
1: Yeah, I did. It was crazy. It's yeah. a good thing I sold mine uh, before the season started
0: So uh, it's a winter break or spring break or something at Michigan. So the students uh, for the most part, they're not there
1: the, Yeah, and I will say Michigan students are not great at uh, basketball games. They're just not. We have a weak week student section. And I say we because
0: the, they're like fair weather we. fans.
1: Well, there's just other things going on and it's just not, I don't know, the environment's not, uh, I don't know, not what it is, say, at Cameron Indoor where Saturday's a big day. What's happening? Saturday's a big day. Duke hosts North Carolina and what will be Coach K's last home game at Cameron Indoor. Now, there will be no room in the upper bowl for this. No. Tickets are about. You really can't find anything for, uh, you know, anything under six grand in here, Brandon. You know, the place only seats about 9,900. Even upper bleeders, top row, nothing for under three thousand dollars. And to give you a kind of a comparison, you know, you could get into Tom Brady's last home game at Foxborough for a thousand bucks. This is a big one, and. Uh, and, and the rivalry too. It should be uh, it should be must-see TV on Saturday. So or
0: Duke North Carolina. Duke North yeah, Carolina. Of course. It
1: does. It really. You know. Even as a Michigan fan, Brandon, as a Michigan State fan, there, Duke Carolina. That's. Uh, there's so, something to be said for that rivalry. And with Coach K's last game, mm-hmm. it's going to be fun. He's had quite a uh, quite
0: a career. One thing I noticed about the Michigan game, the uh, hideous uniforms. Yeah, I didn't like them.
1: Yeah, they were kind of like a 1989. Exactly. Glenn Rice throwback and. Mm-hmm. That's okay. It's all T- right. It worked.
0: Uh, you think tickets are expensive to uh, Coach K's uh, last game? Someone paid uh, $468,000 yesterday for a ticket. There's uh, a gentleman at the Jimmy V auction that bought four <laughs> tickets for a million. It was the um, unused ticket to Michael Jordan's NBA debut game with the Bulls. In 1984, auctioned for four hundred and sixty-eight thousand dollars. Ticket that wasn't used, by the way. So I think Noah and I were talking about this a few weeks ago. So this guy's already
1: flipped it, right? So I think someone bought it for two hundred and sixty, and then ten. Uh, okay. So this
0: is an
1: unused ticket. Unused 460 ticket. Four hundred and sixty cash. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So
0: your tickets could be valuable someday.
1: Someday. Yeah, someday. So maybe there's people that are trying to get into this game just for the ticket, because the ticket could end up being more valuable than actually the experience of going to the game. But if you don't use it. Well, yeah, or if if there are even paper tickets, I don't know if there are paper tickets um, to Cameron Indoor, so. If you don't
0: use it. Oh, this morning, yesterday, you're talking about potholes. Mm -hmm. This morning, the governor Signed Executive Directive 2022-2 uh, directing MDOT to speed up potholes repairs. So really? Apparently, she has that power um, to tell MDOT to speed up pothole pot repairs. So I, uh, I don't think they can do anything quicker
1: than they are doing, so that's, that's weird.
0: It will actually does something that authorizes um, overtime. Oh, good. so Good.
1: Money to be spent. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, uh, it is for sure pothole season. For sure. So, But I'll tell you what, our roads in Jackson, here and there, I mean, we've made a lot of improvements mm-hmm. in the county and city over the last seven to eight years, really, and uh, it's not nearly as bad as it was 10 years ago. It's really, it's completely different.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't mm-hmm. hit a
1: pothole in a long time.
0: Spring Harbor, Summit Township. Everything's looking yeah.
1: good, yep, for the most part.
0: Beautiful roads. Uh, we, had an election yesterday in Michigan. Three uh, house seats uh, were uh, the representatives resigning. Uh, they had to fill those seats in in Grand Rapids. You know, the guy that won, uh, he his number one priority is to make English the official state language <laughs> in Michigan. I think
1: I, uh, I think I saw a headline there. Yeah, it isn't.
0: No, there, it's n- there's no Michigan. English is not the official uh, language. Anywhere. I
1: think we need to prop up one of our employees as a politician and just go with it and see what happens. Mm-hmm. See if we can get him into office. Okay, mm-hmm. Let's figure out who's going to do that and uh, we'll start the campaign tomorrow. Yesterday
0: the County Health Department reported just nine new coronavirus cases. And most of the country, according to the New York Times, feels that the uh, pandemic is nearing its end. But it's mainly a, 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 a f- a, an expression of... Uh, fatigue over the pandemic and not based on anything real. It's just a a feeling that we're we're done with it. Yeah,
1: as we head into spring and I think, you know, the the American people saw the uh, uh, government last night, (laughs) hugging, kissing and Mm -hmm. maskless. So, uh, you know, at this point, I think that's where we're going.
0: Yeah, I noticed uh, afterwards the president, he was, people were in each other's faces.
1: Yes, they were. Yes, they were. I was listening closely because I wanted to hear some of that, uh, those conversations, but didn't hear much other than hello, how are you, and thank you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's interesting. Uh, the Jackson YMCA Summit 24-7 branch grand opening. This is going to be so uh, popular 24-7.
0: They should do it at three in the morning. Yeah, three, two, really? one, two. Yeah. yeah, no, there's plenty of,
1: plenty of times. Um, but yeah, the grand opening and ribbon cutting is this Friday and uh, 11.30 to 12.30, so I know a lot of people are excited about doing that and having 24-7, especially out in that area of town, should be great.
0: Yeah, but you drive by these 24-7 places, there's no one there in the middle of the night. Well, it's
1: not necessarily the middle of the night, but you know, 10, 11 o'clock, 4 a.m., 5 a.m., mm-hmm. I think that's when when folks wanna work out. But there are also people who, you know, maybe they don't get off of work till 11, and, Eat, go do something, work out in the middle of the night.
0: I'd be afraid that, um, you know, uh, I'd get trapped under uh, a, a bar. No, that, that would there'd never be happen. Nobody to rescue me.
1: That would not happen, and uh, <laughs> no, that would not happen. You'd be just fine there.
0: Opening day for baseball, not going to happen. Uh, the Major League Baseball uh, players could not reach an agreement with the league, so uh, MLB announced we are not going to uh, be able to start. Uh, the regular season first time since 1995 and uh, the a further shot in the foot for uh baseball they're doing everything in their power um so the negotiations have gone on so long it's taking they're taking almost as long as a regular game
1: uh yeah i would say uh you know one of the sticking points is uh player salaries for uh young players um it's at like six, i think the minimum is $675,000. Oh, that's Th- not enough. The players would like that to be $725,000. Uh, owners say no, you know, it's just it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy, but it's sad for these towns, it's sad for these economies that mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've been to Detroit on opening day. It's crazy. It's mm-hmm. awesome. You know, that first weekend is just such a shot in the arm after a, win- a long winter for uh, some of the bars and restaurants, and it's not just Detroit, you know, all, every city.
0: Well, and they lost a year and a half already. Yeah, of all course. Those, a lot of businesses that depend on um, the, the baseball economy uh, really suffered, and it sounds like, unfortunately, they're going to have another year of suffering.
1: Yep, we'll see what happens, but let's get to some uh, sports that are playing. Our uh, Extreme Dodge scoreboard brought to you by our friends at Extreme Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Check out their oil change building. You will not regret it. So that's the nicest oil change building I've ever seen. You know they have a charging station in there. The oh my goodness. Yes. Concord, they beat Union City by 10, 62 to 52. In our game, Fowlerville beat Jackson 57-52. Ann Arbor Pioneer beat Western 43-29. Michigan Center over Addison 65-44. And Bronson beat Springport 57-34. Our uh, live game on Thursday night is uh, VanderCook at Concord. That's gonna be a good one, I can't wait to uh, watch that. Uh, Basketball tonight, March 2nd. East Jackson is, uh, they're playing at a big eight crossover game, that's at seven. And uh, girls basketball, we've got some teams left. In Division One at Mason, the big one, Northwest versus Western, that's at 530. Uh, Division Three at Homer, you have Leslie versus Homer, and Concord versus Springport. Leslie's the favorite in that one. And then over at Lumen Christi, Grass Lake will take on Napoleon in the first game, and then Michigan center East Jackson in the second game. And I'll say both those games should be decent. Uh, grass Lake's playing a little shorthanded, and uh, Michigan Center and EJ have played each other pretty tough this year. So that's on deck for tonight. And for highlights, photos, and more, JTV.TV.
0: Our job of the day is brought to you by Michigan Works Southeast. MDOC is hiring. There are over 770 corrections officers positions unfilled statewide, many of those right here in Jackson. So if you want a job, they are hiring anyone that is qualified and you don't really have to have a lot of qualifications because they will train you. Uh, the next training class will be starting in the spring and they can get you in. So apply online at governmentjobs.com slash career Michigan slash MDOC. Uh, the uh, vehicle shortage. Yesterday, a truckload of uh, new explorers pulled into Seymour Ford Lincoln. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So Good. people that have been waiting for uh, those. Awesome.
1: Um, hey, well we've got a uh, great show lined up. We're gonna get things started talking about the Jackson High Ambassador Dinner and we have Monica Pierce and Christy Dillon. We'll be right back.
2: Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at JTV.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together.
0: Next guests are from Jackson Public Schools, representing Jackson High School principal Monica Pierce and with the ambassador dinner, Christy Dillon. Welcome to the show. Well, Good thank you. A couple of award winners. Uh, Christie won that uh, award. The but Fran Harrington Award. <laughs> yes. yeah, I, <laughs> I think you should win that every year, by the way. I <laughs> agree. Yeah. I agree. And Monica, uh, in another week or so, is going to be getting the uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Medal of Service Award from Jersey. That's a very big award. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Thank, thank awesome. you. I'm honored. Uh, actually, it's going to be a big weekend you got a lot yeah. going on uh the ambassador dinner and auction i'm half right there's no dinner yeah correct,
3: correct. we were gonna yeah we were gonna get to that Shoot. no
0: dinner <laughs> uh, we'll get back to it how many years now have we not had the dinner this will be three yes
4: wow. yes 2019 was the last one
0: okay because yeah. yeah. it was uh, they were coming up on the two-year anniversary of the pandemic mm-hmm. so. but despite no dinner you guys are making big plans for a fun event
3: Yes, it should be great. We're excited to have the auction this year. It went over very well last year, so I I know I spent way too much money, so I am not going to participate like I did last year. I'll I'll get in there, but but right. (laughs) But um, yes, it was it was a lot of fun. It was um, just watching everybody bidding, and then you find out who you were bidding against at the end. So.
1: And you can find some very unique items. Do you remember a few years ago I won a. This is like from the 1920s a, an Olympic participation medal that someone oh. had donated. Okay. It's worth 2 million bucks. <gasps> no, okay. <I'm kidding. laughs> <laughs> but it you It guys, was. I it, really remember, that remember that? You remember that? No one bid on it. Put it back, I put, paid put it back. 40 <laughs> bucks for it. No, it was, but we it's but cool. it's a very cool collectible but You guys have so many businesses in the community Mm -hmm. that uh, offer support and uh, auction items.
4: Yeah, we're very fortunate. Um, One of the things, too, well, we have some items coming up here. Um, You know, uh, Elro Steel donated that, Um, the tools. They donated a couple different things for us. They're always great supporters. Um, We also have... um, this we got donated to so one of those big um leaf blower oh, backpacks, backpack? yeah. yeah. I think it's like valued at 250. dollars I guess I'm so. gonna be shopping <laughs> <laughs> now.
1: Um, do, will the one of the items still be available where the uh, athletic teams come and clean your yard?
4: Um, we didn't have that this year, <laughs> yeah. We yeah, we will probably bring that back. We hope to bring that back, yeah. Yes. That yeah. was awesome. Yep. But this that piece, uh, oh, actually, this one right here is. Um, donated by Evan Strzok. Oh, so, um, awesome. you know, he did this um, MLK painting. He does that speed painting. What's nice too about our GiveSmart app, so since we are virtual, um, you can click, uh, have clickable links and things. So we have actually the video linked that he um, actually did the painting in. Mm-hmm. So oh, they can wow. actually watch the YouTube video. So this is a package donated by our Viking store. Um, they are always wonderful and donate to us. So kind of an ultimate fan package there nice jacket. This was Linda Jacobs. Um, she always makes these mosaic pieces. Mm-hmm. They're have one. like beautiful. I Heavy. One. Yeah. <laughs> so that's always one of our popular items too. Nice. Yeah. So we're excited.
0: One year uh, I won a, those baskets like that fan package. Yes. All the different items. It was uh, yes. pet owners. It was oh. like huge. Yes. Back so when Buddy was still with us. Yeah. And I'm carrying it out to the car, and someone comes up to me and said, um, oh, You know what? I was hoping I would win that. Can I have it? They asked. I did. And what did you say? <laughs> well, I said, Okay. I'm, I'm going to try that. Uh, I am too. Yeah, okay,
4: you never know. Let's get
3: them in there buying baskets. <laughs> yeah, so we
4: are actually happy because this is the first year with us doing it virtually that we brought back the basket raffles. So we have um, we have all of our elementary schools, majority of them, um, some of our departments at Jackson High that donate. So they're able to buy a ticket um, on the website as well, the smart platform, to purchase 50/50 or the basket raffle. So that's always fun.
1: One of uh, one of the highlights for me is you know when you highlight highlight the students and uh, the amazing uh, the top of the class. It's amazing every year. I'm stunned at uh, the talent that uh, is getting ready to go on and and graduate. Talk a little bit about kind of that that moment.
3: So the valedictorians, they are, you know, they shine bright in our school along with uh, many of our other students, but this is a perfect time to honor them for their year's worth of dedication, motivation, even through COVID, they still maintain that 4.0 and they've done a great job. Um, We had a good time yesterday with them videoing for their video that's going to uh, be showcased at this event. So you don't want to miss that. Um, We had a great time with Lucas yesterday. He did a great job. So, 21 valedictorians. 21. amazing. You got to be so proud. Yes. Yes. I mean. yes, my daughter is one of them. Oh, yes. very proud. I have a senior. Yes. Nice. Awesome. So
1: Congratulations. It's an exciting
3: time. And then 13 scholarships are going to be given to other students who applied from corporate donors. Nice. So,
1: do we know where any of uh, the students are going yet,
0: or will we find out uh, on the video?
3: You'll find out on the video. Cool. There are absolutely some undecided, but that's okay too. Yeah.
0: We know some. I mean, there's one. I think we have a, someone going to an Ivy. League. Big school. We um, have
3: Vanderbilt and um, Cornell. Um, did you hear some of the? Yeah, there's some yeah, I remember Cornell. We had one yeah. of the students. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Now uh, you also honor uh, volunteers, community members. Um, at this traditionally, are you going to be able to do that this year?
3: So that would be the award that we were
0: talking yeah, about. So yeah. So we're
4: hoping to um, bring that back. We've talked about you know it. We feel like it means more when we can present it in person, yeah. right? So um, we are talking about we're kind of talking about trying to possibly do that maybe at our honors night awesome. um, when we have that in May. So um, we'd like to be able to just give it the servant, you know, the due diligence that it deserves, and not just in a video. So. Mm-hmm. That's our hope. We, and speaking of that, we had um, John Weldon mentioned, who also helps us with our corporate sponsors. Carrie Glick does our scholarships. They're wonderful. But um, he mentioned that it's Greg O'Connor's birthday today. So we want to tell him happy birthday. He was birthday. a recipient, yeah. Yep, a recipient there 2014. Um, in 2014. And he also donated um, a 15-minute interview with GOC Ooh, to I'm our auction. So. Wow.
1: i buy that because I want to talk to him for 15 minutes straight. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not on the radio. It's, you go <laughs> it's to in his person. House. Yeah, know yeah, we house. have lunch. <laughs> yep. So
3: happy happy birthday Greg. Yes. Happy, happy, happy birthday, birthday Greg. They're going to sing. <laughs> no.
1: yeah. I wonder why John Waldron has that in his office. <laughs> what John Waldron won? John Waldron has Greg's award in his office,
0: it seems. That's <laughs> odd. I was there when uh Greg uh won that award and it, what's neat about that um is they the, the winner doesn't know. Yes. You, no, you do guess. not. Yep. And, and so Luckily, every winner has been at that event, yeah. but yeah. they didn't know ahead of time. That's cool. very nice of yeah, them. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's just a wonderful I think Greg event. cried.
1: I think Greg, yeah, Greg he was, was very, very. humble. Yeah. I, I, anyone who's ever been up and, and accepted that award is yeah. always very humbled and thinks they don't deserve it. Everyone.
0: How, how old is Greg today?
1: Greg is, you would know better. You've, you've worked <laughs> with him yeah, for so longer 25, than I 25. Have. That's the age. <laughs> that is, yeah, like he's 20. probably 58. Yeah, he's probably just turning 58, so yeah he's around fifty eight <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: man so one of the things about this um event is that y- you've got um businesses in in Jackson mm-hmm. that are um, sponsoring essentially uh student scholarship so that they are um, supporting someone going into their industry, essentially, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's been a very successful part of this event the last few years.
3: It has, it makes it so relevant for our students also when they're applying and they see that there are these businesses, local companies, that are investing in their future. And it means a lot for our students, and we're grateful for the companies.
1: And, and you both work with a lot of Jackson High grads that that do own those businesses. Just talk about the sense of community you guys feel when you're able to partner with uh, you know, graduates who own businesses and really able to kind of keep the community
3: together. Yeah, so, I don't know if you want
4: to. Yeah, I mean, we have so many people that reach out to us um, that tend to want to give back more because they are alum- an alumni, you know, mm-hmm. so. Um, it, it's great. It's our community. You know our tagline one of ours where community comes together It truly happens in events when we do things like this for um, our district And we can't thank everyone enough for all the donations You'll start to see as um, we do a pr- our, we'll open up our preview sometime next week and the bidding will be on Friday um, Next Friday, but you'll see all the wonderful businesses that have ties to us. Awesome. As well. Yeah.
1: Cool. Well, we're looking forward to uh, bidding yeah. And uh, hopefully uh, we don't outbid each other on anything. It will be I'll, me. I'll be keeping yeah. an eye on it. It's bad. It's
4: competitive. I get in there and I'm like, back to back lose. off. Yes. Because it immediately sends you a text like, right. you got outbid, and you're right. like, oh, I'm, like, uh-uh. yeah. I'm, going I'm going
3: back in. Not going to that I'm
1: going back in. Thank you guys Je- so much. It was much. Jeff Beal yeah. out oh, okay. last year
3: and a bit, so I was excited about that.
1: Well, thank you guys again yeah. for joining us. us. We're looking forward to the event. Monica Pierce and Christy Dillon from the... Jackson High Ambassador Auction. We'll be right back after this break.
2: Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at ViewerMail at JTV.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together.
1: Welcome back to The Morning Show on JTV. With us now from The Craft Agency is Personal Lines
0: Executive, Jeff Taft. Good morning.
5: Good morning, how are you gentlemen today? Well, we're doing Good. really well. Awesome, awesome, glad to be here, thank you.
0: Yeah, nice to have you here. Yes. Uh, insurance, we've seen a lot of changes. A lot of changes. Insurance, a lot of people uh, still, uh, I think, navigating uh, the changes in our uh, state's no-fault uh, insurance law. Things settled down, are we, are we where we are? Uh, and is it good?
5: It does seem to be a a good position that we're in from that standpoint and obviously customers and we love speaking with customers with any questions that they have from that standpoint but it is a, a situation that's fluid and is changing all the time as the customers needs change too so it's good that Uh, We're available to them to answer those questions because every situation is unique.
1: Does it matter what type of uh, vehicle you're buying? What should uh, buyers uh,
5: be aware of? Well, in looking at new purchases, of course, that's another industry that uh, right now with all the supply chain issues and things, it is a a huge challenge. And certainly to look at safety ratings, uh, things like that. And even of just availability, uh, those all factor into how it can affect their insurance as well. And we're happy to help with that. Prior to being in insurance, I worked in that industry, even in like financing uh, for auto purchases and things. So can certainly help with that.
0: I like how, uh, well, what you sent me, um, it was, uh, here's uh, all the things uh, as a result of the law changing. You can um, change your coverage. Uh, You'll get a different uh, premium. Uh, Here are the different options. Or you can do nothing and will keep you at the level that you were before the law changed, which I appreciated that because yeah. I didn't have to make decisions and mm-hmm. fill out forms. And Exactly, yeah.
5: yeah. And, and that's, in our agency specifically, uh, the majority of the customer says have opted to keep everything exactly the way it was when the unlimited medical benefits, just because certainly there were savings that in most instances were achieved just by keeping it that way, but it still guarantees them that best coverage in the country. Uh, so that their medical uh, bills would be paid for life if they were injured in an accident by opting into that same unlimited that they had had for years.
0: Yeah, I think we got spoiled as a state having a um, Cadillac coverage. Yeah,
1: so Mm -hmm. so, uh, Jeff, personal lines, anything uh, that means you're gonna be working with individuals, right? That's exactly right. Life, health, there's a lot of different, uh, you know, we see disasters all over the country. We see flood insurance. Earthquake insurance. Do we have any type of uh, catastrophe insurance that we should be aware of in Michigan?
5: That's certainly uh, something to think about with flooding, uh, whether it be from the rain that we've had, uh, the weather changes, mm-hmm. even to something as simple. As you can remember a few years ago that uh, when they, we had an extreme cold snap, uh, there were uh, sewer lines, water lines that broke and flooded people's basements. And that's an endorsement that uh, is available and it's not a guarantee. A lot of folks, unfortunately, uh, didn't have that in some instances, and they found out, unfortunately, at the time of the loss that it was something that uh, mm-hmm. that they needed. So we love having that conversation with customers every single time, whether it's new business or even at renewals, or just whenever that they give us a call, or we reach out to them yeah. to make sure that they're covered. Because that's ultimately, you pay the money for the premiums to protect yourself. You want it when you need it.
0: I know in some parts of the country, uh, hurricane-prone areas, uh, you can't get hurricane insurance. Exactly. Just because Uh, the risk is there so much. right? Yeah. So do we have any situation like that in Michigan?
5: Uh, From a hurricane standpoint, obviously not. But uh, certainly there's something to look at for whether it be tornado uh, damages. Wind is certainly something that uh, happens a lot as the spring winds uh, come, but uh, it's something that we can review with every customer, whether it be flood insurance, it is required by banks in some areas Uh, when you're purchasing a new home, we can help with that uh, through FEMA. They're the ones that underwrite that uh, national flood insurance plan. I remember when the uh, pandemic started, I think, uh, ran into Dave and
1: said, hey, is there a uh, pandemic insurance? Does anyone have that? And, right, uh, I
5: remember you speaking of that on the, uh, the know, show and, and from and a business standpoint. Said it,
1: you know, it, would have, it would cripple the insurance industry mm-hmm. because everyone would be applying for exactly. it. Exactly, so a lot just, of claims
5: paid out for how, during
1: that. How about homeowners? We, uh, we've we seen the cost of homes rise significantly. You know, if you've bought a house in the la say you bought a house eight, nine years ago, mm-hmm. you likely have a ton of equity in it. You likely have made some
5: improvements some goods that you put in your house cost more. Exactly. Are we underinsured? That's a a great conversation that I just even had yesterday with one of our insured specifically that came in. Uh, We always want to look at and make sure that anytime you've made improvements, to you it may seem quite uh, nominal, Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, the improvements that you've made, but let's make sure that you're adequately protected because certainly the the costs of raw materials, even labor costs have went through the roof. Um, There's endorsements that you can make sure that your policy uh, is covered regardless of what the loss is, that it's guaranteed coverage, but we have to maintain that any improvements that have been done, that policy has been updated uh, right. correctly. But no, that is something that we, we talk with a with customer, whether yeah. it be at every renewal or just whenever they have that question. Yeah.
0: Not only uh, home prices, but car prices. <laughs> People are buying a new car, uh, eight months after they drive off the lot, the value of the car has actually increased.
5: That's exactly right, which has never happened
0: before. <laughs> unheard
5: of. Yeah, yeah, you always heard about the depreciation. As soon as you turn out of the driveway of the dealership, it went down thousands of dollars. Now, same great scenario that you just said: people are trading in vehicles they've had for one to two years, and they're paying—they're getting more than what they paid for it. So it's unheard of. So if you
0: total, towns. if you total that said car, uh, that has higher value than your purchase price. Do you, uh, how do you replace it? I mean, do you get the money that the car is valued at?
5: The way that the, the claims work and our claims manager, Ron Swartz at the agency handles all that, but certainly, it is the current market value for the vehicle. So that's something that's impacted insurance as well is that with those ri- rising vehicle costs mm-hmm. and replacement values insurance has had to adapt to that as well. Wow.
1: what do uh, you know there's a lot of delivery services out there, Uber Lyft, uh, you know even people have their own Amazon uh, delivery trucks. Do those folks need to carry uh, additional insurance for those particular jobs?
5: They certainly do and that's a conversation that we ask every customer uh, as we're looking at whether it be new business is do they do any of that from it used to be as simple as a Domino's pizza delivery driver uh, that now Uber Lyft, DoorDash, Things like that, uh, meal deliveries uh, from shipped, uh, those are all things that if it isn't asked or isn't disclosed, coverage can be denied hmm. if there was a claim. So it's important to stay on top of that because just like in every industry, the only thing, uh, cha- it changes every day. I'm sure there's That's a lot the of constant. folks. A lot of and, folks Andy, need it, to uh, <clears throat> take a look at that.
0: It's actually suing the Delta Airlines <laughs> contractor who brought <clears throat> his delayed luggage no, to not, him. No, I'm not. I'm are not. You, are you over that?
1: No, I'm not over it, but I'm not suing not them. Suing. No,
5: I'm not suing We can't them. talk about any current litigation. Yeah. We'll have to move past <laughs> Jeez, that. Can so. we
1: get to a break? No. <laughs> no we, can cut that. we can cut that out. No, way. I am not. I am not. But okay. uh, I think the were. gentleman who brought those bags did not have his own insurance. I'll just leave it at that. Okay.
5: So. Well, if you, if you want to file a claim, I can certainly take the first steps and you make got sure it. that you're protected. I so. like that. <laughs>
0: Jeff, you brought a couple of car buying tips, people yep. that are in the market yep. uh,
5: having trouble. What do you got? Uh, Just one of the first things and we discuss this, uh, we send out a a, a newsletter to our customers, is prepare, do your research. um, Whether it's uh, just making sure that the vehicle is gonna fit your needs, um, from uh, making sure all the children are comfortable in the vehicle, and then even to look at uh, financing. And and as an arm of that too, um, review your credit. um, Mm -hmm. Just to make sure that before you go to the dealership, you know uh, there's free credit uh, reports that are available to customers now. Uh, whether it be yearly or even monthly, uh, just so you can make sure that there's nothing unresolved or anything on there because that can certainly affect the uh, the interest rate that you pay. So probably the most important things and then finding the right vehicle in this, these times are a challenge as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I understand that um, every day is different. Uh, mm-hmm. One day the lot's going to be empty, the next day right. uh, they've got a truckload that's come in. So be patient, but it's... Is there a light at the end of the tunnel?
5: There is. I have a, a personal friend that works uh, for TAC, and he has certainly relayed the, how it's affected his business. But mm-hmm. um, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, I have friends that work at area dealerships as well, and they've, it's been a challenge for them, but though there is light at the end of the tunnel with uh, this, and I think even as just overall as a general populace, we're going to emerge stronger, and everything is going to be, be good. Optimistic oh. at that.
0: Pahol. Can you get (laughs) pothole coverage?
5: There's a number you can call. (laughs) (laughs) There is. (laughs) And there's certainly a lot of those.
1: Yeah. uh, If people would like to uh, follow Jeff or learn more, you can follow Jeff on his Facebook page and uh, connect right there.
5: Jeff, thanks for coming in today. Gentlemen, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to come and uh, speak with the folks that watch JTV and speak with you gentlemen as well. Absolutely. Jeff Todd, Personal Lines Executive from The
1: Craft Agency. We'll be right back after this.
2: Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together.
1: Our next guest on the morning show from the Polish Falcons' fish fry, we have Luann Blisick and... Sue Kelly. Good morning, you guys. Good
6: morning. Uh,
1: I just heard you say you were going to bring us punch keys. and <laughs> you didn't.
6: Well, the Polish bakery isn't uh, open anymore. I know. So.
1: Did you guys, were you guys able to get a punch key anywhere yesterday? I did not. No. I, I did from either. Kroger. I didn't either.
0: You know, I did from Kroger's. You did? It wasn't the same. But they I weren't thought. the same. No. Someone delivered a box of punch keys to the brokerage house. Really? Oh, Jennifer Scanlon was showing them all over. Huh, well, that was nice of her to bring them by her yeah, other job. <laughs> huh.
6: She really thought of you, huh? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, uh, of course, punchki is a tradition of the season, but so are our uh, famous fish fries. Yes. And uh, one of the most famous in all the land, the Polish Falcons fish That's ride. correct. It starts this Friday.
7: This Friday, the 4th of March, and it starts at 4 in the afternoon, runs till 7 in the evening.
0: And Sue, <laughs> I've seen you at uh, the fish fry every time I've been there. Uh, it's... A thing for you it's just a every Polish Friday tradition
6: yeah. and it's been carried on by many family generations because we're trying to figure out how many years it's been but we don't know there's nobody left to tell us now do you, <laughs> do mean, you remember
1: attending as a, as a child yes wow Yes. Wow. does it still have the same feel as it did back then oh yeah yeah
6: yeah once you're involved you're yeah you know Involved, They're legendary
1: it? Friday nights, too. Right. They're legendary yeah. Friday nights. Is, is there beer available?
6: We have a cash
7: bar. A cash bar. Mm-hmm. Very nice. cash bar and um, everything that you could imagine you would like to drink. We yeah.
0: have
7: beer, al-
0: liquor, wine. You name it. They've got it. And in <laughs> fact, they've got two bars. So you can buy <laughs> upstairs right. or yeah. you can go downstairs. Correct. You're right. Yeah. And you can accommodate a lot of people.
6: Oh, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. this year it'll bring back.
1: Yeah, what was it like last year compared to we what you We just you're, had takeouts. Takeout, takeout only? Takeout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, takeout yeah. only. And so it'll be nice to get everyone back together in a to party. To again. Indoor
7: seating, yes.
6: Yeah. And then we have 50 50s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. those are usually pretty good. Yeah.
0: The um, thing about the Polish Falcons Fish right, is the volume of food. Uh, you have a lot to choose from. That's why the takeouts, you just can't replicate the dinner in a takeout because you don't have a container big enough. What are some of the things that people can have at the fish
7: We um, are serving a three-piece fish dinner this year, either fried fish or baked. We um, are offering baked potato, macaroni and cheese. Then we have our homemade salads, which includes coleslaw, and we do it Two different pasta salads each week, and um, that includes a dessert with the Homemade dinner. Homemade desserts. Homemade desserts.
0: Yes. So Post have hour, you plus the of desserts? Yes. They've got this long table that goes on like I'm 50 feet. I'm looking forward.
1: Feet. Looking forward to going. Have you ever been to another fish fry to compare? No. Uh, no need to, right? <laughs> I can't.
7: They won't love me. <laughs> I <to> guess <laughs> we won't mention no names.
1: <laughs> how many? Uh, how many people are involved in working and putting this thing together? Oh my
7: goodness. Um, It takes a lot of people. We start a good three weeks in advance just getting our orders around and this year it was very difficult getting the fish. Oh right. Due to the supply Mm -hmm. chain. Um, We had to get all of our fish right at the start of ordering so that was Scared. One of our big dilemmas uh, we take it takes a lot of volunteers to put this on each year not just the prep of it, but the Cleaning and the mm-hmm. serving we use a lot of volunteer people
1: mm-hmm. Do you like to know ahead of time if people are gonna come or do you just always expect a big crowd? We
6: expect a big crowd yeah. We do get some call-ins for takeouts in yeah. advance. Yeah. You'll still do that,
1: right? Next. Yeah,
0: but this, the experience, I mean, it, it's not just the food, it really is, it's an experience. It is.
6: It, it really
7: is. Mm. And you know, you wouldn't think that you can put that many people through <laughs> in an orderly fashion. But you know, people that have been coming for the dinners for years know what to expect.
0: You used to have uh, the European bakery bread as part of it, but since they closed, is there a, uh, Substitute?
7: We do garlic toast. Oh, nice. We do homemade garlic Very toast nice. to go with the meal. Very nice. I forgot about that. Excellent.
0: So, yeah. when
1: <laughs> when do you two eat? Before or after or not at all?
7: <laughs> Usually not at all. <laughs> <laughs> we just, by the time you're done running, you you nope. know.
1: Yeah, you just walk around, and make sure everyone's got what they need yeah. to
0: drink, have your own drink.
1: Yeah. You bet. Sounds, sounds good. I think. Uh, I think I know where I'm going, first Friday in Lent. (laughs) It's really,
0: they they do a great job. If you walk
7: away hungry, that's your own fault. Yeah, that's
0: right. Now, do either of you uh, make uh, a dessert to contribute to the dessert table? Every week, every week. I'm on rice pudding duty. Ooh, I love rice pudding.
7: That's my go-to, and people look for it every week. Raisins or no raisins? No raisins. Okay,
1: that's right. Put the little stuff on top (laughs) do you. (laughs) cinnamon. The cinnamon there?
6: I yeah. also do cakes. Cakes. I'm not a baker. But we have. You do cakes, I, but you're not a baker. Well, I don't do homemade. I buy the box. Oh, <laughs> no,
0: that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. And I think as long as you bring it from home, it's homemade. That's right. That's yeah. right. Sometimes people prefer that. <laughs> Sometimes people do prefer that.
1: But I'm going to try some of uh, Luann's rice pudding. Yeah, she should. That's we
7: um, have had to change from going to all-you-can-eat fish fries to limiting it to a three-piece dinner this year.
0: That's enough. because those big pieces. They're,
7: you know, they're big.
0: And yeah. you can mix and match.
7: Uh, yes. Yes. Yes.
0: You can get a fried and a baked.
7: Correct. Cool. Right. Correct.
0: And then for those uh, people who don't like fish, there's so many other things. There's so right. many, you know. So you can fill up on sides,
1: no problem.
6: You mentioned the chi- children's prices, right? No, not yet. Okay, I'm
1: sorry. What's it cost for a child? <laughs> <laughs> six <We> bucks? <box? laughs> it's a little right. Five bucks only. <laughs> five bucks. From
7: six, the age of six to ten, it's a $10 charge. Okay. And five and under, it's free. Oh, perfect. Now with the children's, the $10 meal, they're receiving two pieces of fish That's instead great. of the
1: three. And, awesome. Um, That's a great deal. It's, you can't it's beat it.
0: A lot of kids uh, help too, uh, busing. Yes,
7: we have um, children from some of the parochial schools, Queens and St. Mary's uh, help clean tables and do odds and ends for us to get through the night.
0: Do you take credit cards?
7: Um, We have in the past. I'm not sure about this Okay. First week. Bring cash. Bring cash. Bring cash. Yeah, bring cash. <laughs> cash is always good. Well, plus you want
0: cash for the 50-50.
1: Yeah. Correct. Oh, right. Yeah. And to tip the Bartender. bartenders. The
6: bartenders. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> you got that, Amy.
0: <laughs> I, like, is there a, a the grand poobah of the Polish Falcons?
7: Well, that would be Benny Koninchki, who was our president.
0: Okay.
7: Um, then we have Mark Singer, who was our men's vice president. I am the women's vice president. Um, we really just kind of all pull together to
6: bring it off.
0: And Sue, so you sit at the table sometimes, taking money. I
6: do. Yeah. I don't know where they're going to put me this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably be cleaning tables. This <laughs> year. We're just we, we just do whatever we have to do to get it done. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. We'll see you Friday. All right. All Thank through you. Lent, including Good Friday. Good Friday, Friday. right? Correct. Thank right. you uh the polish falcons fish fry on joy avenue starting this week and uh park uh in areas all throughout the neighborhood sue kelly and ann Blusick, thanks so much thank, thank you so thank much you. uh we'll continue with the morning show after this
2: thank you for listening to this jtv podcast if your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode please contact Molly McClure at ViewerMail at JTV.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together.
1: Welcome back. Today's show is brought to you by Midwest Vehicle Group, located in Michigan Center. Trusted source for cars, trucks, and SUVs, Midwest has managed to maintain a five-star rating on Facebook with their customer-first approach, which makes the car buying experience a unique blend of honesty, integrity. View the inventory online and remember when a great deal is a must, call the car guy you can trust, Joey Madal at Midwest Vehicle Group. Thanks for helping us bring you today's show.
0: And they've got plenty of vehicles. Plenty. You know another shortage, uh, supply chain issue? Garage doors. Ooh, that's yes. a toughie. So, uh, this is what's happening, Mm -hmm. Uh, people are just, uh, builders are just putting up plywood because garage doors Mm. aren't- Looks good. It it takes, here's what, right now, if you wanted to order garage doors, 20 weeks. Stop it. Yeah, because they have all these components. They've got uh, steel, they've got wood, they've got uh, polyurethane or polyethylene or some sort of- Could you imagine
1: having a brand new home and then pulling into that OSB board? Yeah, that's tough.
0: And of course, (laughs) the prices have tripled. On top of I just got my
1: garage door repaired. I didn't need a new door, but uh, none of the other components were short.
0: So, Uh, keep that in mind. Must be
1: the actual door, the door door. That's that's what's hard to manufacture. Yes, the door door.
0: The giant springs. Who knows? Hmm. Uh, That boat that caught on fire with 150 million dollars of cars. It sunk.
1: Did it end up sinking? It sunk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Yesterday, you know, I'm sure they had insurance, <laughs> a big deal, <laughs> like, you know, I'm sure insurance covered that.
0: Man, can you imagine $155 million worth of brand new cars? How did the
1: fire start?
0: Uh, electric vehicle batteries is how it started. So I don't think uh, President Biden <laughs> said that during his
1: speech last night.
0: Go ahead, Ohio, you build those things. Uh,
1: who's coming in tomorrow? Tomorrow we have a great show, such a good show that I can't tell you immediately who's on the show. We have Concord Superintendent Becky Hutchinson, Todd Daisy, President at Lammers Heating and Air Conditioning, and Laura Davenport, one of your favorite guests. Maybe Laura will bring us a uh, cupcake. A
0: or a cupcake, punchy. I hope. It's too late for punch. I hope
1: so, yeah, no. Um, what are you giving up for Lent?
0: Uh, well, I have a, I have to decide sometime today. Okay. Well, you yeah. still what about a, you?
1: I'm still working on that. Okay. Yep. I can't give up Diet Coke because I had one already this morning. So uh, maybe something else.
0: I haven't had anything. I, everything's on the table. Okay. All right. Later today, Steve Castle, Kelsey Heckwood, Kelly Warner, Seth Kane, and Olivia Darnell, and Rick Walton. No, that's tomorrow. <laughs> I have tomorrow's show. Later today. Um, Well, we'll just have to all tune in and find out. Let's see who comes. Yeah. (laughs) We'll see you then.
1: have an honorary a yearly race down on jackson street there's a picture in our